0: Thank you for tuning in today with us here at Roll the Forge. We want to thank Anchor for hosting our podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Here's a few things about it. First off, it's free. No bar to entry other than using your sweet voice to record with. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast while out and about with your phone or from the comfort of home in front of your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, but the most important thing is that it's really everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A N C H O R.fm. Next up, the episode. Welcome. This is Rule to Forge. A podcast dedicated to tabletop role-playing game entertainment, inclusion, and education. Without further ado, let's get in to today's episode. Hey everyone. Pleasure to have you here on this fine, cool evening. This is my Jazz Radio Voice. Welcome to Roll to Forge. Just
1: sounds like. Vocal fry. Sounds like you're killing your voice.
0: It does hurt. <laughs> uh, as always, my name is Jeremy, and I am joined by the beautiful... Grace. Grace. And you are joining us for what is now our third session of our co-op-style Ironsworn game slash campaign Slash, whenever they decide to retire, game. <laughs> yes. Uh, how are you doing today, Grace?
1: Doing pretty well, Jeremy. How are you?
0: I'm doing alright. I always like playing with you. Same. It's one of the lo- relaxing pieces of my of my evening.
1: Relaxing? Yeah. Just I'm like, glad it's relaxing for you. I had to light a stress relief candle (laughs) (laughs) Specifically for this occasion No, just because I Just had a long day And I mean Now we can unwind and Not do real life (laughs) For a little while Which is is. nice Don't
0: break my immersion
1: Oh, excuse me This is very real yeah.
0: <laughs> Transitioning. <laughs> so last time we made our characters. Uh I changed my last name, if you're listening to the last one, uh, to a sort of epitaph. So my name is now Shadowwise Pendry, and I've given very little thought to what I look like. I'm seeing like raven black hair, chiseled features. It was like some sort of dull gray iron armor. Has a bunch of dents and scratches in it. Has mm-hmm. our free warden's company's seal on it, which I don't know what that would necessarily be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what you're looking at. And I wield a a pretty hefty golden axe. Cool. Are you buff? I would say I'm wiry.
1: Wiry? Does that mean thin?
0: Like thin and well sculpted. Well, like well toned. Okay. Yeah.
1: When I think of wiry, I think of like a stick figure.
0: <laughs> I'm a
1: stick figure. <laughs> like a contour drawing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um my character's name is Makari Torgan. And You know, I had one image in my head, but then I just remembered her name is Makari Torgan. So to me, Torgan kind of sounds like a Scottish clan name. So...
0: the Torgan's.
1: My girl is... I don't want her to be pale. I want her to have very, like, weathered skin, even though she's pretty young. Um she's a hard worker and she has like auburn very long very um kind of untamable hair but she tries to slick it the best she can back into like a braid, a very long singular braid. Mm-hmm. Um that's tied with like a strip of leather. Um, she is, <clears throat> I'd say, like, you know, she's she's pretty short, actually. She's short, and she's thick, so <laughs> she is curvy, mm-hmm. um, muscular build. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say she's, like, super thick. Mm-hmm. She basically looks like me. <laughs> it's, 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 me. it's me, but has long hair and dark skin darker skin yeah brown I
0: like, uh didn't uh, mentioned he's he's dark skinned he has kind of a very chocolate covered colored uh skin tone
1: what texture is your hair
0: uh i think it's i think it's oily i'm not washing it being caked in like mud over and over again and things like that, so it's very like
1: Shampoo in this world? Is it no. normal to bathe?
0: I mean, in a stream, sure, but you don't know if no, there's soap. Maybe there's, maybe there's animal. I don't know. I
1: don't know how animal I soap?
0: soap? Animal soap.
1: I don't know how they make old soap. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think that you can make it from like seashells and stuff.
1: yeah. Uh, I think you make it from fat. Animal fat. I don't know
0: if to reference Dr. Stone again. Uh, but like a salt and pepper top knot, dark skin, wiry frame, weathered iron armor, Gold axe. He always has this look of like. He always looks friendly.
1: Hmm. I wasn't expecting that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no one ever does.
1: <laughs> what? Oh, you mean with the characters in yeah. general?
0: Yeah. <laughs> friendly? Hmm. Not dark and brooding?
1: I'm always squinting. Like, I always look like I'm thinking about something, and I don't really have a good poker face. So I'm always reacting to things that people are saying, um, even if I'm not trying to. So I am always carrying a slingshot. I have a really good slingshot, and I'm really great at using it for everything. Hunting annoying people.
0: Um, Do you just use like stone stones or, or rocks yeah. or Yeah, rocks or, or stones, stones
1: if I'm being you know, if I'm trying to hurt somebody.
0: It is like some unique poisonous seeds. Shoot who knows? Who knows? Who knows? What about your uh, your doggo?
1: My doggo. My doggo is named Blood. And he's kind of like a a German Shepherd, Uh maybe a slight mutt, Uh but a big dog, Uh totally black, Uh no markings, um, just this like big black dog Uh with pointy ears, shaggy fur, very loyal and obedient. To you? To me. Yes. And to anybody I'd say to trust, but with strangers, he's definitely wary of them. I have him trained to follow me um, very closely. Okay. correct sure. Yeah.
0: So those are our characters. Let's talk about our vows and our current uh inciting incidents and what we can craft from that. So we uh We have our background vows, which mine is to discover the secrets of the metal pillars. And that background vow may never be accomplished, may always be sort of my driving force in this world. uh, But I believe they hold the secret to why this land is filled with such horrors. Mm -hmm. How about you? Do you have a, a background vow?
1: Well, we picked them together so one belongs to each of us.
0: The easiest one, uh, the top one, is our inciting incident. What we have to solve right now, which is which, we'll talk about in a second. But what's your like driving force in this world? What's your goal as a person? Hmm. Should be written as that bottom vow.
1: Discover the secret of the metal pillars.
0: Is that also your? like goal in life doesn't have to match mine
1: i think i'm more curious as a person to the pillars the pillars are interesting but i want to know what's the name of the original people
0: the firstborn
1: yeah yes i would like to know more about the firstborn i'm curious about the firstborn
0: uh, so then, what's, like, a, what's like an objective you get? Are you trying to, like, unite the cultures? Are you trying to learn some ancient secret? Are you...
1: I think an ancient secret... Okay. Maybe there are some, like, traces of weapons that I've found that I'm curious about that don't belong to any of our people. Mm-hmm. Or... Some, some craft work that's been left behind Some like paintings or cave art that mm-hmm. I've seen that I want to know more about With stories on them
0: mm-hmm.
1: that have been abandoned
0: So you're interested in craft Yeah, yeah. Cool You have to give that a ranking of either extreme or epic, whichever you feel is appropriate. But it just determines how hard the vow is to accomplish.
1: It has to be one of those.
0: Yes. So uh, on our character sheets, in the center of them are a number of boxes. And one of them is for the title of our vow which in this case for our backgrounds mine is to discover the secrets of the metal pillars and then hers is to uh discover the crafts of this land from those who occupied it before us and attached to those boxes are is a ranking system and that ranking system is basically one to five troublesome dangerous formidable extreme epic Our background battle, or our driving forces characters, has to be either rank 4 or 5 when we make them. So for our our inciting incident, uh, I have vowed to you to rescue your sister. And I have vowed on my uh, iron breastplate, which I wear like a heart on my sleeve. And we will rescu- rescue her from the basilisk.
1: hmm
0: I assume you also want to rescue your sister?
1: Absolutely. I mean, if I could make that my number one, I would.
0: hmm Well, it is our number one right now. It's what we have to do. So, um, we have to figure out where this basilisk lives. So... Uh I have recently been a part of a project with Mr. Sean Tompkins in his new Iron Sworn Delve uh supplement toolkit book which will be coming out here very shortly um but it has a whole bunch of tools and uh passages that discuss how to create uh and moves that help us create and navigate through different for layman's terms, dungeon-esque uh, areas. Uh, the initial Iron Sworn book has a lot of great tools for journey, journey, journeying overland and settlements, but doesn't really talk about what happens uh, in between. It doesn't really have tools necessarily for that. Uh, not that we couldn't come up with that in our own minds, but this gives us a little bit more framework for our spaces. So. Uh, I have one of those very sheets here and we are going to develop uh, where this basilisk lives and then we'll start to try and use the moves of this game to accomplish our tasks. So Grace, if you would like to roll your two d10s for me, we can start using this table. So first, we are going to determine the theme of the site. 86.
1: 86.
0: So it is a wild theme. And then would you roll again for the the domain? Three. Three. A barrow. So, our objective is to go and find the basilisk. I don't know, what's, what's kind of a... So, let's see, I'll read these things here. The day, sites. Themes. So, our wild theme. Despite our attempts to extend our control into untracked reaches, the primal forces of nature still hold sway across the iron lands. In those wild places we must test our shields against tooth and claw, our wits against insidious creatures, and our resolves against dangerous terrain and harsh environments. Be wary when you enter the wild Ooh. when you enter wild places of this world. Beyond the comforting walls of your village, you are not the hunter, you are the prey. So it sounds like we're going to be tangling with all sorts of overgrowth and beasties uh, from wolves and bears to Vastiklis itself. We have that, And then our domain is a barrow. In this cruel land, there is no shortage of dead to be put to rest. Some barrows are simple crypts for a family or steading; Others are more elaborate or extensive plunging well into the depths of the earth. A few inconspicuous mounds, their rock and earth worn by time, mark an entryway into impossibly labyrinthian tombs built by long-forgotten people. Even the most ancient of these sites still echo with the memory and power of lives once lived, battles once fought, loves gained or lost, and vows unfulfilled. So I kind of imagine that we have to go through sort of like this. And our starting location is the rugged the ragged coast. So we're along in this area that has a bunch of like coastal caverns. Uh it's very cold here. Um, yeah, so what does that what does that look like for us?
1: Hmm. So you said it caverns?
0: Yeah, the ragged coast is kind of a cavernous coastal area not really beachy but like um rocky cliff tops imagine like the um sort of the islands in in welsh in wales lands Mm -hmm. welsh lands welsh lands welsh indian
1: (laughs) yikes um yeah i i'm seeing a lot of A lot of caves along the coast, lots of rocks, lots yeah. of big formations and hills. And are we describing what it looks like, or yeah. where we are right now?
0: Uh, so I think that we've narratively retreated from our first encounter. Inca- Maybe the basilisk was just outside of a of a barrow or something like that. We had traveled through a forest. We got a job to take out the basilisk. We were kind of in over our heads. Um, and we lost your sister and a couple other members of the free wardens, uh, but we know it takes a while for the basilisk to digest its food, so maybe there's an opportunity to save your sister. So I imagine we've kind of run with our tails between our legs and, um, I think we're on the outskirts of that very forest, or section forest. Yeah, so like some sort of like forest that's like up against the coastline.
1: Okay, so you're saying the the barrow was in a forest, or yeah. oh, okay, so we're not near the the sea.
0: We are. Yeah, I'm saying it's a forest that's grown up to the coastline.
1: Okay, what I was imagining was The Barrow was within a cave that was near the sea Yeah On the coast Yeah, I don't
0: think it's that far out from the Like, for- the entry forest line
1: Okay So we're in the forest Getting ready to go back in. To the cave? Yeah Okay <laughs> Yeah, lots of I mean, it looks really lush mm-hmm. Because we're close to water mm-hmm. So this looks like a very ancient forest. Mm-hmm. Really big roots. <laughs> Still a lot of boulders and rocks.
0: Mm-hmm. I cool. also agree. Yeah. How do you think? Uh, how are you feeling after um, losing your sister? Like, what's kind of your? I, I imagine we lit. This is the scene. Like, we literally just ran from the basilisk.
1: Um, I'm kind of. I think I was fighting till the end and people had to like pull me away Mm -hmm. because I was trying to get, I was still clawing at it and trying to get to it so that I could defeat it, but I was bleeding Mm -hmm. and everybody else was in great danger. So you and a couple others, I think had to pull me away and I was screaming and crying and saying, no, you can't. She's my sister, mm-hmm. and um, I think since it's been a few moments of a few moments have passed, I'm I'm kind of in that state of,
0: um, like disassociation or distance. Yeah, and or, I'm yeah I. Like a I seem like
1: I'm calm. Yes, exactly. I seem like I'm calm, but I'm really planning. Mm-hmm. I'm You're just squinting. yeah. I'm squinting, <laughs> squinting into the distance, and I'm. I'm planning on he- defeating this. I'm trying to come up with a game plan.
0: Yeah, I think uh I think I'm heaving and panting and I I'm kind of hunched over, axe in the ground, I like kind of sideways slump into the, uh the trunk of a tree. I turn to you and say, Makari, we will get your sister back. We just need a little time to regroup.
1: I don't answer it. I'm still staring. I
0: wonder how the rest of the group feels. So what do we think about, first of all, how how many of us do we think there are in our free wording company left?
1: I think there are maybe two, no, three more left.
0: So five of us total?
1: Right now, yes. Okay. And we lost Makari and maybe the youngest member.
0: Asha, your sister Asha, and the youngest. Oh yeah, sorry, not myself. (laughs) I am gone. Uh, Well, let's see. How uh, do we think the free wardens are pretty steeled individuals? I think I'm going to ask the oracle here to see how the others feel about uh, going back to fight the basilisk. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that it is... So when you ask the oracle... Uh, you decide, you said on two answers, some sort of yes or no. Do you think they're willing to go back or are they not willing to go back? And you give that kind of uh, the odds of it, like almost certain, likely, 50-50, unlikely, or small chance. And if the dice roll higher than that, then that means they are willing to go back. Uh, if not, then they probably don't want to uh, for good reasons. So I think that it's a th- 50-50. I don't think it's terribly likey, likely, because the Vasilis is a pretty dangerous opponent.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I agree with you.
0: So, if I roll the dice, and I get 51 or higher, that means that they will come with us. If not, they will argue against going. Ooh. That is a 20. <laughs> so... That means that they do not want to come to us. So I, I think they hear me say to you, you know, we will go we will go get your sister back and some of them like exchange glances with each other and um I think one of them comes up and asks like says something to the effect of like that we're kind of out of our depth on this one and I think they say that we may have to forget saving your sister.
1: No. We can't, we can't forget. And and if you guys want to go, you can go. I'm going back there.
0: So this might be an excellent opportunity to use a move. So if you open your move packets that I gave you, there is uh, a move in there, I believe, called compel. So let's see, that is under. Not suffer. Relationship moves. Might be on the first page. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Compel? Yeah. So, when you attempt to persuade someone to do something, envision your approach and roll. If you charm, pacify, barter, or convince, roll plus heart, add plus one if you share a bond, which you do. Threaten or incite, roll plus iron, lie or swindle, roll plus shadow. And then the results are listed there below. So in Iron Sworn, uh, there are three dice that you use. You use two d10s and one d6, that is two 10-sided dice and one 6-sided dice. And if your 6-sided dice plus your appropriate modifiers uh, beat your challenge dice it determines either a strong hit a weak hit or a miss uh, so that is what you can do so uh do you want to it's going to be very hard for us to take on this basilisk by the two of us i think that um i will aid you in kind of calling out on them and i'll use the aid ally uh, action uh... When you secure an advantage in direct support of an ally and score a hit, they, instead of you, can take the benefits of the move. So I'm going to try to secure an advantage by kind of piggybacking on what you just said. So let's see. When you assess situation, make preparations or attempt to gain leverage, envision your action, and roll. Let's see. If you act with, I think, charm, loyalty, and courage, roll plus heart. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to roll plus my heart stat. So my heart is 3. Because I'm... me. (laughs) Nice. So I got a 6, plus 3 is 9. And my challenge dice were a 9 and a 4. So that means it's a weak hit. Because in Ironsworn, you have to beat the dice, not meet it. So, uh, on a weak hit, your advantage is short-lived, take plus 1 momentum. Instead, I will give that momentum to you. So, on your character sheet on the left hand side, uh, you can increase your uh, momentum from two to three. You can indicate that with like a little dot or something. So, then if you want to use uh, the compel move to try and, or if that's what you want to do, if you want to try to compel them to help us, you don't have to if you don't want to. Yeah.
1: So, I'll use my heart as well since I'm going to try to convince them. Okay. Um, so it's roll plus heart. Mm -hmm. So I roll everything? Yep, you roll a d6 and
0: two d10s. Mm -hmm. So your action dice is a 5, your heart is 2, so that means it's a 7, but it's a miss because you didn't beat either of your challenge dice. So what does it say on a miss?
1: So on a miss, they refuse to make a demand which costs you greatly.
0: Pay the price. Uh, so, the pay the price move. Hmm, I thought it was in here. Oh, there it is. Pay the price, pay the moves. So, when you suffer the outcome of a move, choose one. Make the most obvious negative income happen. Envision two negative outcomes and ask the oracle. Or roll on the following table if you have difficulty interpreting the result. Fit the current situation roll again. So, is there anything obvious that we think would happen here? I think that. Instead of rolling, it's just that they don't want to help us. They think it's a suicide mission. Yeah. Do you still want to... I'll follow you. We're we're best friends. I'll... And I have a vow to you to rescue your sister, so I will go with you.
1: I want to do this. It didn't sound like I was going to back down, even if they said no.
0: All right. Well, then I guess we go without them. To try and get your sister back,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I think I I think I turn to them and I go, uh, wait for us at the nearest settlement. Um, if we're not back in five days, we're probably dead. And I think they I don't think I don't think they would betray us. I think they're pretty loyal to us, especially if you have a bond with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. Oh wait, you have a bond with them, which means you get plus one. So you did beat one die. What Was it say on a weak hit?
1: I have a bond with one of the the guys.
0: The free word and group all together.
1: Oh. Um. On a weak hit as above but they ask oh it's it's like a strong move but they ask something of you in return Mm
0: mhm okay so
1: you have to envision what they want
0: okay uh let's use the oracle table to find out what they want let's do a let's do a character goal let's see see what it is they want sixty two enrich themselves huh So what could that mean for them enrich themselves maybe maybe they don't know the story of my golden axe. Maybe that's important to them
1: that you tell them yeah.
0: There's no, uh, there's no big use for... Or maybe we owe them a favor. Either a favor or, or I have to tell them something. Or you have to tell them something.
1: Yeah. I was thinking, weird, one of them likes my sister and wants to marry her. Mm-hmm. And if she's saved, then they'll get to marry her.
0: <laughs> well, under those conditions... Do you want them to come?
1: I mean, to me, I'm, like, thinking about the devil's bargain thing Mm -hmm. instead of, like, this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because to me, that would be a devil's bargain, because I don't want that to happen. Sure. But, um... I mean, I'd rather it be something not that... Because that's that's a devil's bargain, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's whatever you think enrich themselves mean. They're going to ask for something, so...
1: Well let's go with your story of the axe.
0: Sure, we'll keep it simple for Or them. maybe
1: they want the axe.
0: Yeah, they're not getting that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's is it the story of the axe or do they want it? Let's 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 see. Let's ask the Oracle. I think it's unlikely that they want it. Who wouldn't or want likely it? that they just want the story. They just want the story. Okay. That's that's an 83. Uh, So, yeah. So, I'll tell them the story of the axe, if we can rescue your sister, which means your compel was in some form of success. Great. Great. So, uh, I think we continue on through the forest. We get ready to delve back in. So, we're going to go to our delve portion of our uh, sheet. Uh, I think that this, since we've already kind of trapped it, that this environment is only formidable, or I think it's, I think it's just dangerous for us. I think we've been in here once before. So I have these two cards here. Uh, one says wild. One says domain. So let's see. Let's look at the first portion of the wild and determine what it is we see. So around this wild barrow, I've named the Basilisk's Lair, Uh, we've discovered a site and give it a rating and now we will delve the depths. When you traverse an area within a perilous site, envision your surroundings, ask the Oracle if unsure, then consider your approach. If you navigate this area with haste, roll plus edge. With stealth or trickery, roll plus shadow. With observation, intuition, or expertise, roll plus wits. So, let's see, I think that this is a place that we kind of take the slow stealth approach, and I think I'll roll uh, plus shadow on this. Even though my shadow isn't particularly high, but I am shadow wise, move those over. Those aren't my dice, those are Grace's dice. Actually, probably wits. I think I'm going to do wits because my wits is 2, and I would like us to not uh, find trouble here. So that is a 2 plus 2, which is 4, and I didn't beat either of my challenge dice. And I rolled a critical, which is not always a good thing in this game. (laughs) So in Ironsworn, when you roll uh, on your challenge dice the exact same number you apply some sort of narrative plot twist to your uh, environment. So first, uh, delve the depths. We rolled a miss, so that means I have to reveal a danger from here. Uh, And then I will also have to roll a major plot twist, unless one just springs up for me. So uh, I'm going to roll danger. That is 58 and that is going to be, hmm, where are my other dangers? Reveal the danger. Oh, there it is. So, 58, you face an environmental or architectural hazard, and what is the major plot twist here? 48, a true identity is revealed. Let's see. So I think we come across some sort of firstborn ruins, mm-hmm. and they look elvish. I think. I think there's some sort of uh, what. What does elvish architecture look like, Grace? Mm-hmm. She she is much more uh an informed artist than I am, (laughs) so I will be defaulting to her for this sort of expertise. Hmm.
1: I always think of... um, Middle Eastern architecture is like the most elegant. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: There's lots of tile and pattern. Mm -hmm. Okay. And fountains and things. Okay. So and lots of um arches and curves. So I think we stumble upon some like really beautiful but shattered mm-hmm. ruins of like a former garden of some sort, but it's I'm trying to figure out what's dangerous about it. Um maybe it's just like a huge huge fucking wall like that is really hard to get over Mm -hmm. and we need to but we're getting back to the place that we were right
0: yeah so maybe we get a little lost or try a different approach or something like that Mm -hmm. come across these ruins and uh i like the archways like the tile thing Mm -hmm. um i like it being maybe like this maybe like a lot of the rest of the structure is kind of taken back by time and nature, but Mm -hmm. it's like this open plaza, like maybe it was Mm -hmm. a garden Mm -hmm. at one point. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're kind of walking through and uh, the top piece of an arch, like a keystone, comes off uh, and comes to fall on top of one of us.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: So, why don't... And you being the most enthralled by excuse me being enthralled by this architecture, I think uh y- you might be in in danger's way, sure, does that make sense? yeah, I don't want to speak for your character um so you will roll uh
1: also i you know what though, I don't think I'm focused on that. I don't think mm. any of us, it, it's just a matter of chance. Okay. Which is fine if, it hit, if it's closest to me, that's fine.
0: Um, well, let's see, maybe, maybe as soon as you like walk through, you're like pressing in, mm-hmm. you don't notice it. And mm-hmm. I try to reach out and grab you at the last second. So, let's see, where is the face danger move? face danger. When you attempt something risky or react to an intimate intimate threat, envision your action and roll. If you act with speed and agility, roll plus edge, which I think that's what it's going to be. Okay. Do you want me to grab you or do you want you to dodge it? If I'm grabbing you, I roll it.
1: Oh, then you roll. Okay.
0: plus edge, speed. I want to save your life. So that is going to be a plus one, which is five, and my challenge dice are a four and a seven, so that's a weak hit. On a weak hit, you succeed but face a troublesome cost. Choose one. You are delayed, lose advantage, or face a new danger, which is suffer minus one momentum. You are tired or hurt, endure harm. You are dispirited or afraid, endure stress, or you sacrifice resources. Suffer minus one, supply. So I think that I I push you. I I sprint and push you out of the way. And classic, the rock falls on me. So I will endure harm in this case. When you face physical damage, suffer minus health equal to your foe's rank or is appropriate to the situation. If your health is zero, suffer minus momentum, uh, then, then roll plus health or plus iron, whichever is higher. So it'll be health in this case. So that's going to be plus four, uh, which doesn't beat any of my dice. Uh, miss also suffer minus one momentum and if you are at zero health make mark wounded but I'm not so that means I am at four health and I suffer minus one momentum bringing me to plus one so I shove you out of the way and um, a bunch of heavy rock falls into my shoulder and I I think I feel something dislocate uh, for a moment or like kind of pop And, uh, not my swinging arm, getting my swinging arm later, but I think that my, my shoulder is kind of, uh, feeling a little bit of strain.
1: Hmm. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Let's, uh, let's continue on. And I kind of like avoid your gaze a little bit because I can tell how set you are and kind of like push through. Uh, so, let's see, we're going to continue delving at the depths, so we reveal the danger, and after that, that's about it, so let's try and delve the depths some more. Uh, how about, since you're leading the way, why don't you roll this, um, that's on the last page.
1: Delve the depths.
0: Do you want to do it with haste, with stealth, with observation, intuition? Stealth. okay so you'll add your uh shadow
1: whoops should I have kept that you're fine (laughs) bloop
0: ooh six so six plus your shadow which is three so nine so you beat both your dice that is a strong hit
1: okay so when you roll you're supposed to beat both of these numbers yes with this plus whatever it is okay yes Okay, I did it.
0: So what does it say?
1: It says you delve deeper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mark progress and find an opportunity.
0: Okay. So progress for a dangerous site is two boxes.
1: Where's progress? Here?
0: Uh it's on this sheet. You don't have it. Oh. Yeah, just me. So this is kind of the first leg of our journey. Um, And then, let's see, find an opportunity. So go to the find opportunity uh, move. When you encounter a helpful situation or feature within a site, roll on the following table. If you are making this move as a result of a strong hit on delve the depths, you may pick or envision an opportunity instead of rolling. So you can look through that table uh, or make something up as uh, what would be akin to finding an opportunity. You don't roll. You don't have to if you don't want to. You can pick right from the table since you got a strong hit.
1: You locate an interesting or helpful object.
0: Okay. So what would be a helpful object? A
1: sharp-ass sword.
0: I think we all have swords. Or weapons of some sort.
1: I have a slingshot. I assume you
0: also carry some sort of like dagger with you.
1: But not a sword.
0: Okay, so we find some sort of sword in the forest. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's like ooh, maybe it's like an old elven blade. Like we're just coming out of the outskirts of this garden, yeah, and uh, we find this like
1: I see something shiny mm-hmm. in the
0: dirt, Mm-hmm.
1: catches my eye real quick, mm-hmm. and I pull it out, and it's an elven sword.
0: I don't think it. It doesn't look like it's made from iron. Looks like it's made from some other metal or some sort.
1: It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen.
0: Imagine like this glossy white blade.
1: I'm going to slip that thing open in one go.
0: Oh, all right. I got the (laughs) (laughs) tingles. All right, so we press on. We're going to continue to delve the depths. Uh, You're still leading the way as far as I'm concerned. I think you're the most in a hurry to get back to the barrow, or at least the entrance of the barrow.
1: Does that mean we just continue rolling? Yep, yeah,
0: we just keep delving the depths.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> I have no wits. Um, I'm going to roll with stealth again.
0: Okay, go for it.
1: So these beat this or nah?
0: What is the total?
1: Oh, the total, um, four.
0: So you did not beat either dice. So okay. I mean that's a miss.
1: That's a total miss if yeah. it's... Okay.
0: It has to always beat the dice.
1: Okay. So reveal a danger.
0: Ooh. Well, what are we finding here? Well, why don't you uh, reveal a danger for us this time? Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, so do I roll everything again? No, just the yep yep um five check the theme card
0: (laughs) sure check the theme card where's the theme card it's right here uh five uh we find territorial markings oh god so um let's see what else could live in this forest so on the sheet you can write down uh kind of the denizens here let's make um do bears let's do like a like a bear okay we'll make bears very common or we'll actually make them common so we
1: see like a bear's den
0: like a bear marking like maybe like claw marks or uh some sort of droppings or something from from this creature okay okay Uh, i think that that you kind of like press press through like kind of Grab your shoulder. I said, wait. And I kind of rub my hand against the bark of a tree. Claw marks. Something large. Probably a bear. Everyone stay sharp. And now the revenant is like blasting through my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my
1: god. Disgusting.
0: We'll so keep a lookout for that, and I think that if uh, I think if we don't make it out of here, we'll encounter said bear maybe soon. So I am going to kind of take the lead on this one, and I'm going to I think I'm going to do observation on this one and roll wits depths here. So that is going to be a four plus two, which is six. Uh, that is going to be one of my dice, which I rolled a four and an eight. Says so a weak hit. A weak hit full roll on the following table according to your stat. All right, I will do that right now. I use wits. Oops, that's a two. And that's a six, so 62.
1: Uh, mark progress.
0: Choose one, mark oh. progress, and find an opportunity. Jesus Christ.
1: Well, that's lucky.
0: So I mark progress for a dangerous uh, site. And let me just make sure here. Yeah, dangerous is two. So uh, I think that we. Well, I have to find an opportunity. It's not strong yet, so I have to roll on it. Find an opportunity roll. That's going to be a straight 90 and that is going to give us you locate an interesting or helpful object. I think that um, I think there we couldn't get into the main entrance of the barrow. I feel like it was locked by some sort of like now like as this, like we, we've come across this elven uh, garden and we found this elven weapon. I think this large like this larger forest was at some point a like a stronghold or a um just something that belonged to the elves and they moved away from this area for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I think the barrow, this crypt is an elven crypt and it has some sort of stone locking mechanism that needs a key. And maybe mm-hmm. that's we maybe we came across the basilisk has a different way to get in there. Took us by surprise. I think that's what kind of caused that initial scuffle. Mm-hmm. Uh so maybe we find like the keystone or something laying around here.
1: Mm-hmm. And we don't remember, so maybe we got into the barrows in another way, like...
0: I don't think we've been in the barrows yet. Oh. Yeah, I think we were at the entrance of the barrows. We stumbled across it and then ran into the basilisk.
1: So the basilisk knew how to get out? As a
0: different way of getting in, like hole or something. Hmm. Okay. Heard? Alright, so I think I... What does it look like? Is it like a
1: what the basilisk, no, or the the keystone? The keystone. Um, we don't know that.
0: Wait, what if the key is the sword? Sure. I think that'd be cool. This like ceremonial blade. Yeah. Very nice. Alright, so I think we, we press on, we mark progress, and I think, uh, so on the delve sheets, there are different colored boxes, a light gray, a medium gray, and then a black set of boxes, and those kind of, like, abstractly represent our portions of journey, so I think that we've reached, uh, the barrow entrance, and we kind of, like, go over it, and it's very, like, vine-ridden, uh, maybe, like, bramble-ridden, uh, uh, all over the stonework and we see like um uh, different etchings of like swirls and uh geometrics inside of there or something to that. like tile work like mm-hmm. geometric tile work um we're kind of like all putting our hands over it mm-hmm. looking around and i think that we find this like slit in a section of stonework and uh maybe it has like something that relates relates to like an elven deity mm-hmm. or something. And I say Makari, bring that bring that blade here.
1: Okay. I bring it. Okay. What should I do? What do you think you should do? Do you think it's a key or something? We need to get in there now and I shove it in.
0: <laughs> and I think it slides right in and we hear like this uh click noise. some sort of like um like a portcullis like it's a round stone door that kind of like recedes into the earth uh just darkness in front of us
1: okay do you have a torch uh
0: so in iron sworn we have abstract supply so we can check our gear to see if we have a When you check to see if you have a specific helpful item, and you have at least plus one supply, roll plus supply. So we have five supply between the two of us. So it's going to be three plus five, which is eight, and that beats one of the dice, uh, which was a six and a nine I rolled. So on a Wee Kit, you have it, but your resources are diminished. Take plus one momentum and suffer minus one supply. So both of our supplies will go down to four. Because in Ironsworn you share supply, but I reach into uh, one of our packs, I pull out the oil moistened uh, torch and uh, light it with some flint, and, and it kind of lights up the immediate ten feet of us, and as we descend into the barrow, I think it's like this very like gradual decline and I think it's very like moist in there. Mm-hmm. Damp. Smells like smells like wet earth. Mm-hmm. Lots of mineral.
1: Doesn't sound it doesn't smell like flesh or anything like not, dead people. Not yet, I don't think. I think yeah. it's
0: like deeper in. Mm-hmm. So let's see. What is a feature of the barrow here? Whoops, those are your decks. So 23. Uh okay, so we do come across some burial chambers after a little bit. So we kind of uh walk down and I think that we start to catch the smell of like like leather. I don't think it's necessarily decay. I think it's a very like uh very Egyptian mummy like like preservation. Like I don't think yeah, it's, like it's old as fuck. Yeah. It's not Musty, yeah it's musty it's not like fleshy rotten decay it's like this just old kind of like library smell yeah i think a little bit mm-hmm. and i think that uh we see like these tall caskets i don't think they're like horizontal lane tombs i think they're like uh like vertical sarcophagi with maybe like different faces on them because mm-hmm. elves in this world wear these masks over top of them. So I think that on top, like, on top of the sarcophagus is a indent that allows that person's mask to be put on there. Dope. Yeah, very, like, pharaoh-like.
1: Mm-hmm. What if the What if the elves are just incredible painters and mm-hmm. their masks look, like... Super uh, idealized versions of themselves
0: mm-hmm.
1: and are like hyper realistic. I'm into it. So the the masks kind of appear to be al- alive. Kind of like, um.
0: Maybe like they Like it seems like it has that glossy effect where it's like watching you mm-hmm. from our torchlight flickering all over the place. Mm-hmm. I don't even think there's like cobwebs in here. I don't think there was a way for like spiders to get into the space
1: <laughs> jeez
0: yeah at least so it's not very, the specific maybe chamber. it's
1: like very clean and organized yeah mm-hmm.
0: interesting do you think there are any like effects here like any like items maybe like loose pottery or something if they're craftsmen like me there's like a, a worn painting or some some clay pottery or something like that
1: yeah since we're kind of going that Egyptian Middle Eastern route, do you think they make offerings to. Not offerings, but do you think that they bury jewelry and other items with the dead so that they'll have them in the afterlife?
0: Let's go with yes. Why not? <sighs> sure, They're our elves.
1: Just like a ton of jewelry.
0: Maybe some of the other guys that are with us kind of start to wander around and start to pluck at stuff. We should delve depths here and see if we reveal a danger, because I might say that there are traps here. Okay. So, I will... Let's see. I'm going to delve depths with observation, because we're kind of out of our elements here. And I want to make sure I'm picking up everything that uh, is being spilled. Whew. okay two plus two is four and I rolled a three and a seven on the dice so that's a weak hit. Uh, Though the deaths on a weak hit roll up the following table according to your stat which was wits. And that is going to be 14 on a 14 wits mark progress and reveal a danger. Mm. So let's let me mark that real quick so I don't forget. And we definitely think it's a trap. Your way is blocked or trapped. So I think that uh, they go to mess with like some jewelry or maybe someone like touches a mask or something like that. And then we hear this from up above us. I think the entrance closed. Oh, yeah, that's good. It's not. I don't, I don't know how we're going to get out, oh, but... That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, hmm. but I think that's what happens. Yikes. It's raising the stakes. Let's go. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, we're progressing and we're moving on and we're moving on and let's see what this next area kind of looks like. So we exit these burial chains. I kind of like, I think that I look look around at them. You couldn't wait until we were on our way out. I think a bunch of them kind of like look around, and I think we think one of them is naturally like a, a pickpocket or a or a grave robber of some sort. So it may, it's like his thing—just constantly like touching stuff in in graves and burial burial chambers. This is like a zone. Hector. Hector. All right.
1: Knock it the fuck off. We have to do this and you keep getting distracted.
0: That's Hector with a K, everyone. I'm uh, I'm sorry. I, you know, I can't help myself.
1: Did you just hear the door fucking close? Not the time first. is ticking, buddy.
0: It's not the first time that something like this has happened. All right, that's enough you two. We don't know what's down here. Stay quiet, keep moving. <sighs> I can see your visible frustration. <laughs> uh, so I think we press on. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to delve, delve the depths on this one? Sure.
1: I'm going to. Oh, oops. Stealth.
0: Okay.
1: Um. So that's eight.
0: Okay. So it looks like a weak hit.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Roll on the following table according to your stat. So I did shadow. Forty-one is mark progress.
0: Yes, queen. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good job, Makari. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that we pass these burial chambers and we come across, let's see a feature here. That is a zero, 100, right? 100. No, zero. Well, there is no zero, so it's got to be 100. Not zero, I mean. Oh, I a, a, You transition into a, a new domain, so maybe maybe this... Basilis has tunneled its domain into a different, like, has connected its domain with the Barrow of some sort. Ooh, it's getting spicy! Let's find out what that is. So, oracles. Let's go to site Nature, Domain. Would you like to roll uh, this one, Grace? Sure. Uh, You're just going to use the 2d10s.
1: 81.
0: 81. So we transition into a stronghold? Okay. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take what the dice give us. Cool. So I think it's more of like. So even though there's an, an, an overgrown uh. forest up above us with like ancient elven ruins and we're in this elven burial ground. I think there's like some sort of chamber or a domain stronghold here. Uh and I think we come across into this. Let's see, that's 75. A ladder or stairwell. So there's so there's like a ladder that leads down even deeper past this burial chamber. Mhm. I think it's like this circular, I think they're very circles. I'm imagining very like circles and tiles now for them because I said the portcullis earlier and I just saw a well with a ladder in my mind. <laughs> so I think there's like this this metal ladder that goes down deeper mm-hmm. into the like, Um And they say, well I look around the chamber and it's probably like this big antechamber. Maybe it has a couple other hallways or something like that, but I think we know that Basilisk likes to live deep underground, so... Or deep in caverns. There's not really an up here, so I suppose that we'll... To the better of my senses, head down. Asha probably doesn't have much time left.
1: Then we do it.
0: I think some of the other, uh... Guys get a little scared. I think they're. I think they're a little terrified of going even deeper and knowing that our exit is cut off.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: think I look back to them and say something to the effect of, um, "You don't have much option. You can run in here by yourselves, or you can come with us. You're either dead in this room, or you're dead in the next." I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna try to compel them. So compel, and I am doing it with uh, threaten. I don't think I'm trying to charm them. I think I'm just being very real with them. So that's gonna be plus iron. My iron is two. Not my dice. That was really hard to pick up. Ooh, yikes. Uh, That's gonna be three. I don't beat either of my dice. On a miss, they refuse or make a demand which costs you greatly. Pay the price. So... Hey, the prize is a fate move. I think I'm just gonna roll on the table here on this one. I don't know what they're capable of in this space. That's me 44. A new danger or foe is revealed. Honestly, I I think they turn on us.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or one, one of it. them
1: does. Is there any way that I can try to convince them after no. you? Yeah, probably yeah, not. I that
0: mean, doesn't make I think sense. The, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 wait, don't, don't, don't oh, wait, do don't, Wait, 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 <laughs> No, I think, uh, I think Hector. Is our, <laughs> he's think, already pissed. Yeah, I think he was the first one who was like, we're not going in there on the suicide mission. Second time you've already like caused an issue. And now he's, he goes to the effect of, listen, we're in this mess because of you. And points like directly at you and I kind of like take my stance like you will not talk to her that way. And I think the other two that are with us are already kind of rattled and they see this like power divide. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that Hector is sort of like a sweet talker. Like he's mm-hmm. that he's that grave robbing, smooth talking, like charming type fellow and I think they're they're a little bit more friendly with him than they are with us. So I think it's a I think it's a 3v2 in this scenario. Great.
1: But aren't there two people in the Basilisk currently?
0: Basilisk? Uh, Well, one, I think is shredded. I think it's just Asha.
1: One's shredded?
0: I just think it took Asha down.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, I think, uh, I think we have to fight here. I think we have to, we have to... You know what? I don't want everyone to die, so I think then I'm going to challenge him to a duel right here, right now, in this antechamber. Jesus Just Christ. Just him. Yeah. So, I am going to... Let's see, where is it? I think it's called Draw the Circle. If I am not... Yeah, there it is. Draw the Circle. When you challenge someone to a formal duel or accept the challenge, roll plus heart. If you share a bond with this community, add plus one. So, I am going to do that. plus heart that's five plus three which is eight uh so that beats one of my dice giving me a weak hit oh but i also share but that's nine so it doesn't beat my nine on the dice so a weak hit on a weak hit you may choose one boast in exchange for one momentum either grant first strike your foe has initiative bear yourself take no benefit of armor or shield your foe's harm is plus one Hold no iron, take no benefit of weapons, your harm is plus one. Bloody yourself, endure harm, or to the death. One way or another, this fight must end with the death. I think that he takes the first move, so I'm going to grant the first strike. Then I enter fighting. And I, I think I'm, you know, I turn you to stay out of this. We can't have everyone getting involved.
1: Okay. My dog is on edge, so I tell him to calm down. He's, he's watching. Uh,
0: so, enter the fray. Uh, just a troublesome foe. I don't think he's much better than me in combat. Uh, so, enter the fray, it's the, but I already gave him the fray, so he has initiative. When your foe has initiative and you fight with them in close quarters, roll plus iron. When you exchange a volley at range, roll plus edge. So, plus iron. Clash. So that is going to be four, plus my iron is two, which is six. That gives me a weak hit. On a weak hit, inflict your harm, but then pay the price. Your foe has initiative still. Balls! Uh... So I think I I take my axe and I heave over top. I think him, I think initially I went to go take it easy on him by giving him the first blow, and I think he's actually out for blood. I didn't think it would come to these sorts of terms, and I my axe kind of like comes off of his armor and skids against stone, and I think he lands like a good blow into probably a joint or something. Uh, so. Inflict your harm, but then pay the price. So, pay the price is a fake move. 53. It causes delay or puts you at a disadvantage. Uh, and I think that, I think it's in that same shoulder. I think that he got me where the rock hit me earlier and I was just too slow to move. Oh, I know. What a tragedy.
1: And you're gonna be in some good shape to fight this fucking snake.
0: I know! <laughs> Listen, you, Hector's being a dick. Where are our bow sheets? Hmm, I don't know where I put those. Well, I'll just mark it on here, then. So, marking arm. That's three. So I hit him and it like basically dents his breastplate right inside And We hear like a crack and then like skids off and hits stone. But He still has uh, initiative here. So fighting, fighting, fighting. I am feeling roughed up, but I didn't suffer harm so that's good. Uh put your harm, pay the price. Both sells on initiative. Once per fight. When you risk it all, you may steal initiative from your I think that I'm just gonna clash with him again. Oh, yikes. That's a six, and I rolled a seven and a ten. Oh no, it's a miss. You are outmatched, I must pay the price, and he still has initiative. I might have tried try to turn the tide. That's a 15. It is not looking good for me. You are separated from something or someone. I think he pushes me down the well.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: I think I miss completely. And he gets around me. And, like, shit, like, kicks me right in the shoulder. Like, keeps going for my weak spot. And I don't really use, like, a shield or anything and. I think i fall i think i fall down the well whoa yikes
1: you go down there and i stare after you for a second and then i look up at him and then i look at the others and i say come on and we go down
0: i don't think they go with you they're with hector hector one is basically winning this fight
1: yeah but i feel like I feel like they thought it would end in an amicable draw. Like it didn't seem as serious. Okay. And after seeing him make that move by pushing him down the fucking well, Mm -hmm. they're like, holy shit, man, what the hell did you just do?
0: It It was either me or him. He could have killed me. Let's let's ask the oracle. Let's see what the oracle says. <laughs> I think I think you're right. I think it's likely that they expected fair play since we were free wardens, and he kind of did us dirty. In fact, why don't you roll the oracle? So is it? It's likely that they'll say. I think it's likely that they'll be on our side, on your side. Uh, so you just have to roll a twenty-six or greater. If you don't. So, uh, I think both of them kind of look at each other and then look at you and look down the well. And uh, I think they kind of restrain Hector and maybe tie him up or something like that. Um... What do you think?
1: I think that Hector is regretful. Okay. Because... I think that he is not the... I think that your character is more of the leader of the group. Mm He seems like he's the most Mm level-headed. So I feel like Hector thinks that he needs others to get out of that place. Mm -hmm. So basically he needs you to, to get on his way. So he can't believe what he did.
0: Okay.
1: And I think that he immediately wants to... You know, once remorse, mm-hmm. so they all just follow.
0: Right. Uh, I don't think I don't think the fall is actually terribly that far. Um oh. Not because they don't want to be hurt, but well, I think it's still deep. But I think they like catch ladder. Okay,
1: but it's it appeared.
0: Yeah, it appeared deeper okay. than maybe it actually was. Um, and I think, like, I kind of stumbled on my, like, on my way down and, like, caught a ladder and, like, maybe a piece of ladder broke off and then I hit the rest of the way. Um, my shoulder is fucked. like <laughs> Absolutely yeah. fucked. I'm basically one-arming this axe right now. This two-handed golden axe. And, uh, I think after a while, after you come down, um, I look at... Hector and I look at the rest of them and the other two kind of like shove Hector up. And Hector is, looks a little regretful that he played a dirty move and I think to, I think to save face, I, not save face but like desperate, desperate times always call for desperate measures. I think anyone would have done what you did in your position. I don't
1: think so, he was being a dick.
0: Makari, now is not the time. Let's go. So? I think we do one more delve of the depths and if we make progress, I think we can try and find the Basilisk. Okay. All right.
1: Do you want to do it?
0: No, I'm hurt. I'd rather you leave.
1: Okay. I'll do it with stealth again. Okay. So, eight.
0: Is your total? Y- yes. And what did you roll in your challenge Four and one. Perfect. So that means it's a strong hit.
1: Wow! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> You delve deeper, mark progress, and find an opportunity.
0: Perfect. So I will do that on our sheet here.
1: Do I roll or do I pick? Uh, either or. A clue offers insight or direction.
0: Okay. So I think that we find, like, basilisk shedding. Mmm.
1: Like uh, what are they called? The skin,
0: like snakes. Yeah, like <laughs> a
1: like a fucking like that. molting. Yeah molting, molting? Yeah, yeah, molting. Yeah,
0: molting. Yeah, yeah, nailed it. So the molting of a basilisk, uh, and probably some like remains. I think you discovered that we're close. Yeah. So I think that we uh, locate our objective, which is a progress move. When your exploration of a site comes to an end, roll the challenge dice and compare your progress. Momentum is ignored on this roll. On a strong hit, you locate your objective, and a situation favors you. Choose one, make another move now, or take plus one momentum. So I think since you did it, you can roll the challenge dice, and our progress is 10. So if our progress beats the challenge dice, we found our objective. Mm -hmm. Great. You rolled a... 83. An 8
1: and a 3. An 8 and And a (laughs)
0: 3. So this replaces the d6 in this case. Uh Uh-huh. So that means that's a strong hit. And on a strong hit, uh, you locate your objective, and the situation favors you. Choose one. Make another move now, not a progress move, and add plus one. Or take one momentum. Uh so, I think that where is the basilisk lie? Let's do a f- whoop, whoop whoop. Hello, basil. Beep, boop, beep, beep. <laughs> 90. So, something unusual or expect- or unexpected. What could that be? I think I'm going to ask the Oracle table on this one. There's
1: a cow. There's,
0: There's a cow, cow. here. <laughs> do you want there to be a cow? No, in here? no. Okay, no. Okay. A live cow everyone at home graceless cows a live cow that just doesn't kill <laughs>
1: <laughs> no there's maybe there's somebody making an offering to it keeping it
0: let's do a major plot fed. twist let's see what happens on a on a major plot twist here 66 that is going to be oh dicks the enemy gains new allies what maybe there are babies
1: Basilisk babies, you mean? No! (laughs) Like a a snake pit from Indiana Jones? Yes,
0: no! (laughs) I think that makes sense, though. That's my interpretation of the plot twist.
1: What is it? The enemy gains new allies?
0: Yeah. It's a mother basilisk and has small, tiny children. Okay. And I... I think we stumble into like, um, oh wait, that was a feature. Doesn't have to have children. Something unusual or unexpected about the feature of the stronghold. <laughs> the enemy gains new allies, though. Wait what could second. that mean for the place?
1: Features. So, so we discover a feature. Is that oh, it? Of the
0: stronghold. Yeah.
1: And it's something unusual or unexpected? Yeah. What are strongholds it. usually like? Is that a, like a fortress? Yeah. Okay.
0: A fortress secured against trespassers. Maybe there's like... Like a
1: gambling ring?
0: <laughs> well, maybe it's more traps. Maybe it's like a, a training room or something for the elves that mm. the basilisk made its home in. And, like, we see, like, some of the traps are triggered. Like, there's loose ropes or, yeah. um, like, spears that have, like, jutted into the walls or something. Right. But maybe as, like, we fight.
1: Or there's a pit or there's a pit. full of baby snakes.
0: <laughs> I guess we'll
1: find Fail out.
0: Fail in the pit. <laughs> I fell in the pit. <laughs> you fell in the pit.
1: Maybe you got pushed in the snake pit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe next time. We will find out on this Iron Sworn, which will soon be titled in some way.
1: (laughs) What was that? (laughs) (laughs) On that Iron Sworn? I don't know. On this Iron Sworn.
0: I don't know how to do intros. I don't know how to do outros. So if everyone listens to the middle part. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, thanks for uh, joining us today. Uh, We'll leave off on this cliffhanger of discovering the basilisk in its chamber uh, and find out what has happened to Asha in that time. So join us next time. Again, my name is Jeremy.
1: My name is Grace.
0: And you've been listening to Roll Roll to to forge. Forge. Remember, you can forge your own path. Have a great day. Or night morning. Or or Enjoy
1: your life. Enjoy your entire life. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening today. If you liked what you heard, please make sure to leave us a review. They help us get out there on the World Wide Web. Also, check out our YouTube channel for recordings of our videos. Have a great day, and remember, you can forge your own path. See you next time.